Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, welcome to my show. It's your girl, Amara La Negra, and you're listening to Exactly Amara, a production of iHeart. And I want to thank you guys, as usual, because... Mira, it happens every week, and I just feel like yo tengo que darle las gracias a ustedes. I have to thank you for supporting me, for listening to me, para, porque están pendiente. You're always, you know, checking me out and checking out the new episodes, and I'm so grateful for that. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and to go to our YouTube channel where you can find all of our episodes. You can watch it, you can hear it, you can check it out every week. Just go to the search bar and write exactly Amara. Oh, si me quieres chismosear la vida, you want to know what else is happening in my life, just write Amara La Negra. But if it's chisme, don't believe it. If it's music and success, that's me. Today, I want to do something different. But at the same time, if you know me and you're in, and you know, unless you're new, but if you know me, you know that I'm always trying to do things to empower other women, to, um, I don't know, to motivate us to be better, to grow. I feel like at the end of my show, I always want you to feel like, damn, I didn't know that. You know, I just learned this or I just figured this out or whether, whatever the case may be. So today's topic is about female Latina entrepreneurs, okay? Como buena Latina, como buena Dominicana, como buena Afro-Latina. I don't know. I feel like my mom immigrated to this country. I saw her have so many different jobs. I saw her work so hard. And personally, I, I don't feel that I would be able to just come to this country and do nothing with myself or do nothing with my life. Like, I have to do something besides having a regular job, you know, regular nine to five, you have to chase your dreams, chase your goals. And I also think that as Latinas, as immigrants, we're really good at figuring out ways to, to grow, to do business, to do something. And, you know, I want to talk about how hard it is to run your own business, how hard it is to start. Where do ideas come from? How do you put people together? All the layers of, of pressure and, 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 and all the layers it takes in order for you to succeed. So with that being said, in March, I have two amazing women 
that are going to be joining me today on Exactly Amara. And I wanted to have them because one, I love the fact that they're two women coming together to support each other, that they have a dream together, that they're like, you know what, we're going to make this successful. And I really want them to give you the breakdown of all the amazing things that they've been able to accomplish. That's why I want you guys to check them out. This is Mala Muñoz and Diosa Fem of Locutora Radio. How are you girls doing today? Hi, good morning. Thank you for having us. We're good. I think we're waking up still. There's a time difference. It's like 8 a.m. over here, but we're excited. We're happy. We're honored. Thank you so much, Amara, for having us. No, thank you. Thank you. And, and obviously, for those that don't know, I want you to really explain to them what is Locutora Radio? How did it start? You know, where does this idea come from? And then I obviously want to know, um, you're Latina, but from where? De qué parte son? Yeah, so I'm a third gen Chicana from LA. I'm Mexican American. Yeah, and I'm Peruana Mexicana, first gen. My dad is from Peru, from Callao, and my mom is from Chihuahua, Mexico. Okay, ya tuve. I love it. Yeah, and we're podcasters. We're podcasteras. We started podcasting independently in 2016. Our first indie show uh, is called Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela. And we started just in the community recording like at local spaces, a community radio station called Espacio 1839 in Boyle Heights. And uh, the show kind of started to pick off, pick up and take off, I should say, um, in 2016. And we started to put out episodes monthly. We started to do speaking gigs and we started to speak and podcast at different universities. And when eventually we also started to throw parties, make merch and produce short uh, little indie films and like video content. Yeah, I think we we were creating a business without even realizing it. You know, we didn't really formalize as a production company until 2021, but we have been doing this since 2016. And I think it was kind of just like catching up with ourselves. You know, we didn't set out to start a business. We didn't set out to do the things that we did, but it was kind of like we were being pushed to do them. Our community like, were, was inviting to speak us, inviting us out to speak at universities. We were being booked for lots of different gigs to host parties, to throw parties, uh, and all these different things. And it was kind of like just catching up with ourselves and formalizing and really and recognizing what we were doing. I think it took us a minute because it felt so natural and it felt so like, yeah, of course, like, yeah, we're doing this. But it took us a while to figure out and really say like, wait, we're a business. We're biz we're entrepreneurs. That's what we're doing. Our nature is to be hard workers, you know? No matter where we go, we'll put you know a little stand of something. We're gonna sell something. We're gonna figure out a way to succeed. We're gonna figure out a way to char para adelante. And um, before the pandemic, Latinos and Latinas were opening more small business than any other group in the country, and we were growing revenues uh, faster than than you know than whites, non-Hispanic. And I love the fact that as a community, we will figure out ways to support each other when it comes to businesses. However, as great as that may sound and as great as that may be, um, I feel like everybody wants to be a boss. Everybody wants to be an owner. Everybody wants to have something. But let's also talk about the struggles of coming up with these ideas. You come up with the, with, with the idea and it's like, okay, I want to do this. Boom. How do I start? Where do I start? What doors do I knock on? How do I make this happen? 
How was that journey and that process for you guys to, to start your own podcast? And from there, you know, literally branch out into having merch and to having all these great things. How did that come about? Yeah, it definitely started as a passion project, just that a creative endeavor that we just wanted to put out for our friends and our little like micro tiny Instagram followings at the time. And then like over time, we kind of got this advice from people, uh, different folks in our community, listeners and other artists started to tell us like, mala diosa, people want, they want to pay you and they want to see your project grow. So we got to this point where we realized, and it was during the pandemic, like we need to become an LLC we need to really start monetizing. It was during the pandemic, actually, when we couldn't do parties and live shows and in-person workshops or travel to universities anymore. During the pandemic, we started to sell our first on-air ads. We started to really monetize the audio. And we also started to collaborate with bigger brands and companies like HBO Max and Netflix and Warner Brothers. And it was also over the course of the pandemic that we had the opportunity uh, to be in Times Square as podcasters with Spotify's Hispanic Heritage Month campaign. And we had like an LA Times feature come out written by Stephanie Mendez. So things actually during the pandemic, because we had to shift and change direction, uh, things actually started to pick up for us like in really incredible ways. And now um, we have our LLC, we have our small business, our production house. We uh, launched a new independent podcast that I host called Marihuanera, a podcast for potheads. It's my cannabis comedy podcast. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. From the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. 
but we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back for me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I feel that for, for, you know, Latinos that are born and raised in the States or whatever, I feel like we might be a little bit more open-minded when it comes to that. Even a lot of parents, algunos padres, not all of them, a little bit open-minded of like, you know what, I get it these days, la juventud, they're like that, you know, it might not be that bad, they legalize it, but, you know, those real traditional Latino parents, to hear you talking about, oh, it's just, you know, a pothead, you know, how did your family, how, how did your parents take that? Like, Mija, what are you doing? That's such a great question and such a great point, and that's why I made the podcast, that's why I produce it, that's why I put it out. Because there is this very, very uh, intense history between Latinos and every different Latino country, Latin American country, is going to have like a different relationship to cannabis. And then that means that different Latino communities like in the U.S. have different relationships to cannabis. My parents are not fans of, of being a pothead and smoking weed. They don't like it. But once I started making money through it and uh, putting together live shows and getting press, Marijuana, a podcast for potheads, just won a Gotham Award and had a spread in variety. What? And yes. uh, yeah, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're doing audio awards now, the Gotham. Right. And so, you know, it's uh, also uh, an industry that's being legalized. You know, even this last round of elections, new states uh, legalized recreational, recreational and or medicinal cannabis. So it's it's becoming legalized. It's becoming more accepted but not every Latino story is is anti-cannabis. And especially in the American Southwest and in like Chicano, Mexican-American, like native communities, there are families where cannabis consumption is normal. I have an episode with, uh, she's actually like an ecological water engineer. Her name is Nina Mountner, but she also identifies as a marihuanera and her parents were weed smokers and she's from California. And uh, there are these Chicano families that for them, their parents smoked weed or their grandparents smoked weed. So I love hearing those stories. That's why I bring all these different guests onto the show, because everybody has a different relationship with the plant. But my goal is to reach like as many senoras as possible with the podcast. I want to create like an army of senora stoners who just embrace oh it God. for its medicinal yes. purposes. Yeah. Right. So that's <laughs> some of what we do. And that's a, and that's a small business under our production company, right? Um, and Diosa also runs a book club uh, that she could talk about under our production company as well. Yeah. You know, like Mala mentioned earlier, the pandemic really gave us the opportunity to shift and like reinvent like what it is that we're doing. And so with that, we started to like expand what we call like our Locatora audioverse, our little world. And with that came creating a book club that we host under Patreon. And so we have like a monthly, we've been doing it for over a year now, a monthly book club where we read like a uh, writer, author of color. We focus on uh, on those stories. And so we have like 70 plus members. And so that's exciting. And so really just like honing, going in 
and like finding what we like and what we're interested in and making that a part of the business as well. Um, Because I was reading and I was posting what I was reading on social media and people would ask me for a book club and they would want to talk about the books that they were reading. And so it again, like it goes back to the community, like pushing us and asking us to do more. Do people really read a lot? People really read a lot. There's like a book community on social media. There's like book talk. There's like Bookstagram. Oye, la otra dice Bookstagram. Mira, don't hate me. I have never heard this in my life, but I'm glad to know because look, I just learned something new. I didn't know that they have Bookstagram and I love it because now, see me, I am an audiobook type of girl, see? And it's different for everybody. Everybody has different ways of learning or things that they like. So I, I personally get it as an author. I get the, the fact of reading, obviously super important for the children. But para mí that my life is at a thousand I am a fan of audiobooks, but I love to know that there also is, ¿cómo se llama? Bookstagram. Yeah, yeah. So my book club is called Locas por Libros, and it's for the little nerds, the little Latina femme nerds that love to read. Um, and, And part of it too, part of it too, because we're talking about entrepreneurship, is that Latino, Latina authors don't in the in the book publishing industry they're getting deals at a lower percentage than like white authors and so part of the model of my book club is reading new releases by latino black authors um native american authors asian american authors um to really like support the new releases because part of what the industry wants to see is that people are buying it. And so if my book club is supporting a new release, we're also helping this new author. And so it's it's all related to what we do and, and really like our core values. We talk about all the great things that our businesses are about, right? In my case, I am a woman of many traits because I also am a business owner. I have real estate. I have a transportation company. I do car rentals. I have children's book. I have baby, you know, infant clothing lines. I have many things I do besides being an artist, besides being an influencer, a celebrity, whatever it is that people may see me as, right? But a lot of people, when they want to start a business, they're trying to figure out how do I start? Did you guys start? With investors, did you have your own money? Did you put your own money up? How did the financial aspect of your business start? Yeah, I love that you are asking that question because, you know, we're talking about the hardships of being a business owner and entrepreneur. And like, I primarily, and you might relate to this, Amara, like I primarily, first and foremost, see myself as an artist. And so for artists to come in for the business side, like there was some learning curve, there was like some challenges. But when we decided to launch Locatora Productions, we actually started a crowdfund on iPhone Women and we raised $15,000 to get our production company off the ground, which meant like formalizing an LLC, launching Marihuanera, Podcast for Podheads, and all the little backend stuff that you need when you're, when you're launching a business, um, doing the trademark, all these different things. And so we took the 15000 as like seed money, essentially, but it was all community funded, all community given, and use that as a launch pad for Locatora Productions. Um, because when you're starting to work, when you're starting to work with networks, right, they can't just pay you like to your name, they need to pay a production company, they need to pay a business and LLC. And so we learned that early on. And then it also helps you tax wise, which like has been its own journey that maybe Mala can tell you a little bit more about, but it's, it's hard. And for us, like we didn't have, at least in our immediate family, didn't have like business owners to tell us, 
that you need to start with X, Y, and Z. It was just us learning as we went and having people give us advice along the way. And I think that that also is so important to be able to, you know, really give that part of information because I personally didn't know either about the LOCs or the the legal aspect of your business because a lot of people start off, I have this great idea, but who informs us of the legal aspect of our business? Because all these things have to have structure. And... um. It's crazy and it's insane to me that Latina founders run nearly 2 million businesses across the across the country, but receive less than 2% of the venture capital funds, which is crazy because if you see that we work hard, we come up with these great ideas, we, we add to the economy, why aren't they supporting the way that they should? They think that our community, even though there's statistics now, but they think that our community doesn't actually buy anything. But but we do like we support each other. Our dollar, I I yes. forget the the day, but like our dollar circulates X amount of days in our community, and um, they but they think that we they want to believe that we don't spend money, but there are statistics that show otherwise. Diosa, I want to ask you something specifically, right? What does being a female Latina entrepreneur mean? You know, what does it mean to you? Most importantly, but what? How do you think that society views us? You know, when when we say Latina entrepreneur. Oh, let me let me let me think about. Let me, I'm thinking about that one. I'm processing. I'm processing. Um, Latina. What does society think when they hear Latina entrepreneur? Um. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think like Latinas are historically like head of house, and so even in like informal ways, like Latinas are entrepreneurs. Like Latinas run the show. Like in like literal ways, right? They're like the head, they're the bosses, the jefas in charge, but then they're also like running their household. And so I think like Latinas by way of like right. having to take on a lot of the labor in their families are like the ones in charge. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, Sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. From the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back from me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What about you, Mala? I feel like people don't know like where Latinas are starting businesses and like how diverse these businesses are. Like, I don't think folks are automatically considering, oh, Latina business owners and transportation companies, Latina business owners and production houses. I think that maybe they, the, the general public maybe thinks of Latinas and like, like uh, more tr- traditional businesses, uh, food and uh, maybe like beauty. I don't know. Like I, I would, I actually struggle. Like what do people, people associate us with when it comes to like the economy? But um, for us too, like being a Latina business owner has meant like taking a lot of meetings and a lot of advice from other Latina business owners who have been doing it longer than us and at a much bigger scale. So we like have never assumed that we know the right way to run a business because we've never done this before. Like this is also like podcasting, which is still a very new art form in and of itself, like across the board. And so we have not ever negotiated like a network contract without our attorney, for example. And our attorney, we got through referrals from other Latina business owners and creatives, you know, now after six years of podcasting and and now after our deal with iHeart, we're also working with an accountant who, and a business manager who was also a referral from another Latina business owner. Let's preach and let's talk about that. Okay. I'm always, always pro mommy, get your finances together, get an accountant, On your team, you should have on speed dial your accountant and an attorney at all moments, at all times, especially when you have, you know, you're starting off your own business. I know how many times I've messed up signing the wrong contracts because I didn't understand what this term might have meant. And you don't know how that one little line can mess up your whole deal. So it is important for you to have an attorney. It is important for you to have an accountant to make sure that all your finances are in order, even when it comes to your taxes, even when it comes to you know, bonuses, whatever the case may be, the importance of starting your own business, but making sure that your foundation is solid so that later on it doesn't get shaky is extremely important. I too have learned through experience, through really bad, you know, situations that have occurred that I'm like, damn, I should have had an attorney. I thought that I could have done that on my own. Um, when did you guys finally figured out, okay, me hace falta tener un equipo porque sola no, no podemos. Yeah, you know, I think that, From what I've learned is that, you know, when we tell people, when we advise people, like, get an attorney, get an accountant, like, people don't see why, don't understand initially why it's important to make the investment in your business. Like, people see, like, oh, but lawyers cost a lot of money. Oh, but an accountant costs a lot of money. But in the long run, you need these people to, like, be on your team because they're the ones that are going to double your money, triple your money, you know? And so... Seeing it as an investment and not as like, I'm losing something. I'm actually gaining something uh, because their knowledge and expertise is something that I don't have. 
And so it, it was when with with Mala and I in 2021 that you know she can speak on that we decided okay we gotta well we had been working with an attorney much longer but really when all the contract negotiations started we like tapped our attorney yeah and it started it's with the attorneys it started with we need to trademark locatora because we invented this word this word does not exist in any Spanish dictionary anywhere or English dictionary. It's we made it up, right? We named our podcast this hybrid Spanglish word. And so we got it trademarked and then we became an LLC. And the other thing that we we needed to understand is like legal language is literally its own language. And we actually are not capable of understanding it and n- marking up contracts and negotiating with other people's lawyers. Like it's actually going to destroy us if we think that we can like wade through this legalese by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of about understanding also like as artists, we do things that other, that other people cannot do. Right. But then like lawyers and accountants know things that we do not know. And it's about also kind of being humble and acknowledging that like, no artists need help. It's a team. It's a team. Right. And the accountants too, it's like, you know, there, there's a big difference between going to TurboTax and H&R Block and doing your personal accounting and then doing accounting for a business and the tax code for a business. And if you have employees or hire independent contractors or you want to think about insurance, like the tax code is written to screw you over, like intentionally know that <laughs> it is not your friend. And so you need to employ the help of professionals if you are a small business owner, to help you navigate the tax code. Um, and I think it's a, it's about humility, right? Like, of course, we can do it. Yeah. We can achieve anything that we put our minds to. But, yeah. like, sometimes you need help. <laughs> yes. And, and like, your, your boyfriend, your partner, your mom, like, if they're not lawyers, they cannot read your contract. Like, sure, maybe you want to get your get advice and say, like, does this look good? They can say yes, but if they're not an attorney, they don't know. And so like, yeah, I don't, we, yeah. we've seen, we've heard people say like, oh, so-and-so looked it over. So it was fine. They're really smart. If they're not a lawyer, they don't, do not know. And, and it's not fair to ask them. You, you said something that hit home for me, which I'm curious about. You said, you know, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your family isn't that have you guys had any encounter with any of your family members, boyfriend, girlfriends, or et cetera, that they haven't been supportive uh, of you guys in this journey? Or were they all, you know, always supportive of, yeah, that's a great idea what you guys are doing. Did you ever have anybody be like, you know what, that's a terrible idea. It's not going to work out. Or why are you spending your money on that or your time on that? Or, you know, because I really want to know, and I think that this is important. A lot of people have great ideas, um, but then they get discouraged when they'll have somebody that they care about, right? kind of make them feel that this is not a podcast. Like, why would you want to do that? A film, why would you want to do that? Like, that's not smart. That's not going to make any money. You're Latina. You're a woman. Da, 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 da. It's a hard industry. You're, look who you're competing with. When you have that type of negativity, have you guys had to encounter any of those things? You know, I feel like what we've done a lot of is make the thing, we make it, we put it out, and then we show our family and friends later. Like, I don't think we've ever really gone to our family 
with the idea. What do you guys think of this? Because we already know that they're not going to like it or they're not going to get it or there's going to be too many questions or doubts or concerns because, again, podcasting is so new and so young. And we're doing things like talking about, you know, it's a Latina-focused show and we're talking about sex and we're talking about smoking weed and, you know, we're doing photo shoots and lingerie and it's better to just do it and then, you know, tell them about it later. And I think part of it is like, this is our job. This is our work. This is our art. Our parents don't necessarily like explain their work day to us or like explain to us why they're doing something at work because it's just their job. Um, so I think like afterwards, sometimes like my mom raises her eyebrow all the time at the things that we're doing. But I think like also it's that balance because for us, we live at home and it's good to have the family anchor you in some ways and to keep you like your foundation intact. Like, yes, like you're a grown woman and we're liberated and we're sexual and we smoke weed. But we also like, we 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 still have this family connection and they still keep us sane, you know, and they still keep us like healthy and they still maintain that balance for us. That's how I like to think about it. I think too, we've like intentionally created a supportive community. Like we haven't had people like put us down or tell us we can't do anything. And I think part of it is because we do it and then they see it, like Mala mentioned. Like, we're not asking anyone. We're not getting advice from anyone. Sure, we'll get advice, like, about the business side of it, but about an actual idea. Like, we have each other to bounce ideas off of. And then we're like, yes, that's amazing. Mm, okay, that sounds good, but let's take it here, you know, or let's tweak it there. And I think having, being able to have that duo partnership is, has, you know, enabled us to grow in ways that, you know, we didn't know possible because when Mala and I met, we were just internet friends. And like, this is, you know, this has gone really strong and really well for six years, but it had the potential to to not be as strong because we were essentially like strangers. We knew each other off Instagram and we took a leap of faith in each other. Don't recommend doing that with just anybody, but for us, it worked and we have a solid foundation you know? And so we didn't formalize. And like I said, until 2021, like that could have gone really wrong and like really bad. So don't recommend. But in our circumstance and our situation, like we had like a trust with each other that allowed us to grow. You know, we didn't need the, we didn't need to be formalized, but it helps. What exactly do you want people to view this as? Yes. You know, you guys um, are, you know, you, you do podcasts, you do films, you do many other things, you know, which I think is great because you don't just uh, stick yourself in a box of this is the only thing that we do. We do this and we're willing to expand into many other different things. Right. But when they hear that name, what do you want people to see? What do you want people to remember? How do you want people to remember you guys as CEO and founders of this concept and this idea? Yeah, I think for us, you know, we are a very long running like indie Latinx podcast. And we want Locatora Radio to serve as an audio archive so that people can go through our many seasons and hundreds of episodes eventually and get a sense of like what the creative landscape looked like, especially for Latinas um, during this period of time, you know, we'll interview somebody who's just starting out in their career. One of our favorite examples is Vanessa Romo. 
And uh, when we first interviewed Vanessa Romo, she had just been cast on Nuestra Bellesa Latina. Now, uh, you know, like five years later, Vanessa Romo has been on the cover of Vogue Mexico. She has walked Savage Fenty twice. Uh, she's a Wilhelmina model and she's fucking killing it, right? And she's a local Whittier girl. And um, that's one of our favorite like examples, right? And we interviewed her when she was just starting and she's not the only example, right? So we would love for folks to be able to look at our podcast as a time capsule of like Latinx creativity. You know, what started as a podcast expanded into a production company. And so we, and I think by way of that is because we were pushing like what podcasters could do or like what we thought podcasters could do. It wasn't just the audio. It was, oh, we're going to make thematic season posters for each season. And then it ex- it moved on and evolved into, okay, we're going to make the graphics and posters. And we're also going to make short skits and and little short videos to announce our new season. And so really expanding and pushing the creativity and any limits that are are set on the from the industry, right? Podcasters, you know, typically don't do XYZ, but we can do that. It's fine. Let's do it anyway. And so really try, you know, trying to be limitless is what I want people to think of Locatora Radio and Locatora Productions. I always like to, at the end of the show, leave my listeners with something, something to take home, something to, you know, leave motivated with. Okay, so I want to hear from both of you guys, from Mala and Diosa. If you had to give any words of encouragement, any advice, any any pointers to anybody that wants to start their own production company, their own podcast, their own whatever, any Latina entrepreneur or Latino as well, because we show love to the men aquí también. Um, what would be some advice? Because, for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna give some to my people. I'll say this much: one, be consistent as hell. Be consistent. If you say you want to do this, you do that every day till you get there. Be persistent every day. Continue to knock on those doors till a door opens. Because it's all about that one opportunity. It's all about timing. It may have not been there today, but it will sh- definitely show up tomorrow if you keep knocking on the same door or different doors. Don't take no for an answer because just because one person says no, who cares? There's like 7 billion human beings on this planet. Somebody's going to say yes. You have to start off somewhere. It doesn't matter how slow or how low or how many listeners or how many buyers or how many whatever, how many sales you're making. You are doing something because you're moving forward towards the right direction. And that's just me giving you a couple of pointers from my own personal experience. Um, you know, that's just me. And I, and I can go... F- through a long ass list, but I'm going to let you, uh, Mala, what would be some point or some advice that you can give to some of the listeners that are inspired by your story and want to be able to follow your footsteps? Yeah. So I think, uh, two of my, I have two and they're like based off of advice from two of our favorite creatives. So Issa Rae has this quote about working horizontally that we always reference and talk about. Don't be so worried about working with the top studio and the top network and the top director when you're first getting started and work with your peers who are just like you in your community who understand where you're coming from and who are also trying to build their portfolios. Like work with your friends 
and your community members and like build something from the ground up. And then my second piece of advice, which is coming from Beyonce. So Beyonce like has this quote from Homecoming um, on Netflix where she talks about how people don't want to rehearse because they're afraid to look silly. They're afraid to like look like they don't know what they're doing. Like you cannot be afraid to look silly. You cannot be afraid to fail. You cannot be afraid to bomb. You have to be okay with looking ridiculous and even looking bad at something uh, when you're first starting out. That's like how anybody starts and that's how you get good. Um, our podcast audio has not been top notch all these years. We've been indie and that's okay. We still put out episodes and now we're at iHeart um, with the My Cultura Network. So I agree, Amara, just keep going. Even if it's not perfect, be consistent, keep putting it out. I think like if you want to start a podcast, like don't let anybody tell you there's too many podcasts. You hear that it's oversaturated. You know, and my response to that is like, nobody says that there's too many books, there's too many, you know, movies or TV shows, but because we can uh, really do it ourselves and podcasting has become democratized, you know, in a, in a sense, like anyone can do it. I feel like there's some type of elitist mindset there where it's like, oh, there's too many, but just because there's too many doesn't mean that you don't have to start a podcast, right? No one is going to do it like you. You can bring your own spin to something. You can make something unique. You can carve out your own space, your own community, and do it. Well, with that being said, ladies, de verdad que sí, it has been an honor and a pleasure to have you guys um, on Exactly Amara. I love the fact that as women, we're supporting each other. As Latinas, we're supporting each other. We're all part of the same family, My Cultura Podcast Network. Thank you guys so much for believing in us, for trusting in us, for giving a platform for women like us that are, you know, making moves, making changes, we're being innovative, we're being organically, unapologetically us. And we're grateful that there are platforms like this that, you know, allow us to, to let our voices be heard. We need more. We need more podcasts. We need more shows, more filming companies. We need more of this, more women empowerment. Como mujeres también, let's, let's show love to each other también. You know, if you ever see the girls out there, you see, you know what I'm saying? Their podcasts, you better go out and support and listen and check them out. And that's why I want you guys to let us know where can we follow you? Where can we support you? Where can we show you love? When is your podcast out or how can we support you more? So you can tune in to Locatora Radio weekly. Uh, we are with the Michael Cultura Network, with iHeart. You can listen to us on all the usual places that you listen to your podcast. We're out Wednesdays. And um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We're at locatora underscore radio. And that's the same across all socials. You can visit us at locatoraradio.com and Patreon as well. Well, there you go. For that being said, ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so grateful to have you. Ha sido un placer, un honor para mí tenerlos ustedes en, en, el, en mi programa el día de hoy. So with that being said, thank you for all the love and support, guys. You already know this is exactly Amara. And don't forget to follow me on all our social media platforms at Exactly Amara. And mine's, of course, Amara La Negra, ALN, Amara La Negra, ALN. It's your girl, Amara La Negra. See you next time. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Be 
Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.